Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. What's going on? I'm tired. <laughs> wow. Usually you say that you're tired, but this time you literally sounded <laughs> just tired. You could have said any word right there with that inflection. I have so much energy, Chris. Yeah, I can say. I can tell. <laughs> oh, shit. They're coming for me. <laughs> What the hell? Is, what is that? Oh my god! Is that is that an emergency thing? What is is that the? Uh, yeah, is it the Blitz over there? What's happening? I live Are next- there tanks coming down the street right now? <laughs> no, but somebody's shouting in German next door. Oh, okay. I uh, I live next to a firehouse. You do? I've been to your house. I don't remember this. Did they just build a firehouse the other day? No, it's it's so like you know I live near the end of a block. Yeah. If you turn right, you go to the train station. If you turn left, there's a firehouse. A firehouse right there. right there? Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah, you would have seen it if you had, you know, spent some time in the lovely area, the community in which I dwell. You've described your neighbors. I wasn't spending more than five minutes there. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I got about two hours of sleep last night. And then nice. I got a two-hour nap a few hours ago. Oh, lovely. And now my brain You're is... You're about to take another hour nap let me, let while me, we're doing this podcast. Let me... Let me, let me let me ask you a question. Okay. Have you ever been like alive? No. <laughs> Not truly. Not truly. I've never felt truly alive. Like just a constant state of quiet existence. Just a constant state of just being there, but never truly like understanding why or the point of it all. You know what sucks about taking a nap? That eventually you have to wake up <laughs> and come to grips with the dark, horrible reality that is your true life. You've been stealing all of my punchlines. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I thought this is set up. From, yeah, you know, it's good, I it's it's good nice banter. Thank you. Uh, that was yeah, the no joke. Problem. I was going to say, like, yeah. you know, the worst thing about a nap is when you wake up. Yep. <laughs> Fact. Fact. Absolutely. It is the worst part. Is the worst part. The best part is that moment right before you hit unconsciousness as you feel yourself falling into the depth of sleep. And there's a brief moment where you go, maybe I won't wake up. <laughs> and that is the happiest moment of my day. I always heard the best part of waking up was Folgers in your cup, but they need Folgers in your cup to just stir you out of the just grim reality that this is going to be your day. Idea for a bit. Okay. Pitch me. Go for it. It's a commercial Uh for Folgers. Yes. And they keep singing that song. And it's like people relaxing in the morning with their hot cup of joe. And then there's like an athletic guy getting ready. And he just he just starts screaming and looking at his crotch. What? Because there's Folgers in his cup. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Like that, I guess the joke would have to be like, people are like, man, I wish I had a quick cup of coffee. And then it's like, someone's like, Folgers in your cup. And he's like, wow, it just appeared in my coffee. And then it keeps doing that to different people until it gets to this guy getting ready in the morning to go play baseball. And then they snap their fingers and Folgers appears in his cup. What you do, it's like uh, Folgers in your cup and it like appears, right? Yeah. And then the guy's getting ready in the locker room and he's like, Folgers in your cup. And then he waits and no cup <laughs> appears. And he's like, huh, Folgers in your cup. 
and like nothing happens and he's like well, okay I guess and then he just pulls up the jockstrap and he's like ow 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 <laughs> that's, that's one good. of those bits that I hated when you told me and then the more you explained it I actually was like you know what I could maybe get on board with this it grew oh, yeah, me. I was thinking another punchline could be like somebody they're like huh weird the mug isn't here or whatever and someone else in the in the let's call it a dressing room in the <laughs> locker room just starts screaming yeah yeah that's pretty good yeah 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 okay it's probably because we're both feeling just awful and tired and close to death. But No, this is a good idea. Is, but this is when the best ideas happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right now at 8.57 p.m. Yep. Oh, shit. It just turned to 8.58. I guess we're out of ideas. Yep. That's it. That's the only moment. It's that one minute. 8.57 p.m. That's the magic minute. That's what I call it for multiple reasons. You want to start the show and just get this over with? What about like a bra as well? Folgers in your cups? I don't think two men should write that bit. I mean, is that really a word you'd use to describe us? You bring up a good point, actually. <laughs> At this point, you know. Speaking of empty vessels, I mean, we're just shells of those things. So... Men, I'm saying shell of a man is what I'm trying to get at. I want to be done with this. Can we you want to should we move on to the next thing, which is credits, I guess the credits, actual credits, show? credits, 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 credits. Yeah. OK, good. All right. You want to get out of here? Yes. Excellent. Hey, Andrew. Hey, uh, no. Wait, what's the first part? It goes something like. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and think up terrible bits. My name is Chris Trebel. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. I'm shocked you didn't go with and have a cup of or have some Folgers in your cup or something, something, something. You know what? I'm not that good at this. I think we've established after years and years of doing this, I'm not good at this. So, you know, what did, why why would you expect me to yeah. go with the right thing? You yeah. know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a, at a certain point, it's on you. That's that's a you thing, Andrew. That's not a me thing. That's a you Shit. thing. Shit. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I heard that over there. Shut up, heater. Shut up. Shut your... Fu- you haven't been on all day. You're going to choose this hour? You fucking... Fuck you. It's the heater, Alexa. If it's not one, it's the other. What's going on over there? It's oh, it's chaos over here. It's chaos. Is that a basketball hoop behind you? It is a basketball hoop behind me. This thing right here, this this motherfucker. Yeah, that's a basketball hoop. Do you have a basketball that you play with? Do Are you I? Gonna dunk it throughout the episode? Yeah, I'm gonna just fucking give it a fucking these motherfuckers right there. That's what it is. Are you not a fan of that? No, I just wanted to take. Does it owe you money? Yeah, it does. It knows. Yeah, it owes me the 60 bucks or whatever I, I paid for this bucks. thing. It wasn't 60 bucks. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't that much. It wasn't this much. It's probably like 15 bucks or something. And a ham sandwich. And yeah. a ham sandwich. I wish it came with a ham sandwich. No, you pay with, with ham a ham sandwich. sandwich. It would cost you a ham. It would come with negative one ham sandwich. Oh, I'd have to mail in the ham sandwich back yes. to Amazon. You're right. You're right. That's true. Yes, it is. It's a basketball hoop. Wow. I didn't realize you were so athletic. Well, you know, I try and keep in shape and this is the best way to do that. 
right here. Folgers in your cup. Uh, oh, <laughs> there it is. Oh, uh, Andrew, guess what? What? It's the best goddamn motherfucking son of a bitch hell on earth <laughs> day of the week. It better be. It's a Tuesday news day. Whoa, the Tuesday news yeah, day. Yeah, the Tuesday news day. It's a day where we, we do the news. It's the fucking news day. God <laughs> motherfucking. Jesus. Damn it. Are you okay? I don't yeah, I know. I'm not. All right, not okay. All right, think you got it bad over there? You know what I'm dealing with over here? Pink eye, motherfucker. The two sweetest words in a parent's life. Pink eye. Do you have it? Nope, not yet, but I will. You know I will. And you fucking know it. It's going to so happen. Excited. Emerson had it for a little while, and then it left, and now it's fucking back in his eyes. All right, and then sometimes Ryder has it, and sometimes he doesn't. I don't know what the fuck deal is, but sometimes he's just got that snotty stuff in the corner of his eye, and then we give him an eye drop, and then it stops and goes away, and we're like, maybe he doesn't have it. But the same thing happened with Emerson, but now it's back again, now he's got him both this motherfucker. Eyes, and it's just our fucking night, all right? Have you thought that this is just God's way of, you know, taking him out? <sighs> it's God's way of taking me out. Slowly. Maybe you should just let the universe take its course. <laughs> take its course. Me driving a Volkswagen over a cliff right now. Um. Anyway, <laughs> let's get on with the news. There's a bunch of news. Yeah, I yeah, have so is. much. I thought I had more. I think I've forgotten some of the news stories that I was going to do or that I meant to write down. But I have some, but uh, let's get into it. I have so many that each of my pieces of news are like a collection of like 30 seconds of a night at the Apollo. Oh, great. Fantastic. It's like I'm going to be doing like a little bit of stand up for you. It's going to be weird. Well, let's go. What what do you want to kick it off with here, Andrew? Chris, we've got some DC casting news this week. Yes, we do. First, Maria Gabriela de Faria Mm -hmm. (laughs) has joined Superman Legacy. She'll be playing a villain known as the Engineer, which is awesome because I've always wanted to watch someone try to figure out why a motor isn't working for two hours. Additionally, Skylar Gizondo has been cast as Jimmy Olsen, which is perfect casting, honestly, because 99% of the world doesn't give a shit about either of them. It's method acting. And Anna Noguera, that's how you pronounce her name, is being brought on to write Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, based on Tom King's comic of the same name. Since we have the time, I'd like to read for you some of the other films she's written the screenplays for. Sure. I'd like to, but there aren't any. This will be her first one. And last but not least... This is the big one. Nicholas Holt has been cast as Lex Luthor in Superman Legacy. Holt has previously played Beast in the X-Men franchise. Shortly, they'll announce an upcoming multiversal buddy comedy starring both characters together called Blue Balds. Oh, that's good. (laughs) That's good. Very well done. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of cast. There's a lot. This is coming together. I feel like I'm wondering if, if James Gunn was like holding on to this for when the actor strike was done. And then they're just like, because this is one of the few movies that also held its release date. Yeah. Following the actor strike as well, so I think he's trying June to. June sh- two got pushed up. Yeah, one a couple of them got pushed up, but I know Marvel delayed a bunch of stuff, and yeah. so I think Gunn was like, "Oh, oh, this is how we win right here. This is it. This is our moment to overtake them." When all the actors are talking as well about how bored they like, I just saw an interview with David Harbour uh, talking about. Whatever that thing, Creature Commandos. Right. Because he's the Frankenstein guy. Oh, right, right, right. And he was like, you know what the most amazing thing about this is? I'm back to work. Yeah. And so I wonder if that's part of it, is he's like, he knew all these people were going to want some sweet, sweet roles. I love a good sweet role. Yeah, I know you do. I've watched you. (laughs) But yeah, I think part of me was like, I saw this casting and all these this news coming out from James Gunn and I'm like, 
And on top of it, you've get, been getting all this press of like the Marvel's tank mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of tired of Marvel because they over they oversaturated the market and everything. And James Gunn is one savvy motherfucker. I mean, he's proven time and time again. Mm-hmm. He knows how to make some moves. So I feel like he was waiting and sitting on this for the actor strike to get done. And then he's like, hey. You know how everybody's bumping things and they can't get it together and and Marvel's delayed 20 things and meanwhile nobody really cares about it anymore? My thing is staying the course. We're on track and here's a bunch of great casting for you. Also, hey, you want this? Great, it's yours. Like that's speaking of Marvel, we're going to get into it. But there's a bunch of Marvel casting stuff, too, but it's all rumors and it's all kind of like what's going on over there. Whereas right. this is like, hey, we added these four people. Right. Short and sweet. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And Nicholas Holt, he was I mean, listen, he was in the running for Superman. Yeah. And even when he was in the running for Superman, everyone was like, I'll give him Lex Luthor. He'll be great. Yeah, Lex Luthor's a better role for him and in general. I think so, too. I mean, listen, he looks he looks either of the parts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I could see him in the suit. He's got the face for a Superman. But honestly, hold on one second. What's up? She's got pink eye now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's he looks the part. He looks yeah. the, uh, either of the parts and he would have looked great in the suit. But I'm See, like, I don't know. I think he looks like Clark Kent. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I mean, you can make anybody. Uh, I, yeah, the, the you, you, give, you throw a good enough personal trainer at him. He'll look like Superman. Well, the other thing is like I remember Christopher Reeve was talking about. No, it wasn't. It was um, Nicholson was talking to Michael Keaton about being Batman. And they were like, because Batman, because uh, Batman, Michael Keaton was was like, I don't know if I'm going to like, you know, this is kind of crazy to do this role and I don't know what to do and J- Nicholson was like no one's looking to you anyway they're all looking at the suit yeah like it does, you know what I mean you just you get you walk on screen you're wearing the ass no one's looking at, uh, past that point anyway so if you can fill it out and you look decent enough with the chin you can but do I feel it. like Man of Steel proved that's not true mm. I don't know. It I mean, depends. It depends on what kind of Superman movie you're making. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like one of those things where if you look semi decent in a Superman suit, they can do enough around you. Yeah. That you look like that. But Lex Luthor needs a little more well, like uh, additionally, like what you know, and I say like he he'd look like a better Clark Kent. It's because mm-hmm. he's kind of scrawny, he's kind of he has very thin, you know, facial features. Again, you throw a personal trainer at him, he's consuming like six thousand grams of cal of uh, protein right. a day or whatever. Yeah. His jawline is gonna come in, he's gonna look I mean we saw we saw David uh, did you see that that picture of David Corn Sweat, the Dude. guy who was playing Superman? And Jesus Christ, yeah. man. That was quick. That Yeah, that bulked up real fast. I mean, I don't know what that guy looked like before, but any photo I have seen, he's look. I mean, he looked fit, but lean. He's and a I'm good like, sh- yeah, he was just whoa. a regular, like, good shape actor. Yeah, they just bulked him up. So yeah. this, like, Nicholas Holt, I'm like, th- he has a charisma, charisma, charisma to him that... You kind of need with the Lex Luthor. Yeah. I think we've been missing for a little while. I, agree. I mean, Jesse Eisenberg, I think, tried to do a thing and it just didn't work. Well, it's interesting, right? Is that like I would say Jesse Eisenberg is very charismatic. Kevin Spacey is very charismatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not in those roles. Like, it's almost like both of those actors were trying to play a villain. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I, I think, feel like Nicholas think Holt will bring more of himself to it. Eisenberg was trying to do something in it. Yeah. And I think Nicholas Holt is going to like bring something to it that's a little more kind of grounded but at the same yeah. time you know you you need a weird like medium between really grounded and mustache twirl and I think right. he well, could do I, that see, I, I, I think even there's think a charm like, to him that you have to make work yeah I think even 
minimum mustache twirling. Like that's one of the things that I think has been missing from Alex Luther. Because if you shift the cameras around, right. that man is the fucking hero of the story. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. You need someone who can be big enough yeah. that I would believe that everyone else would think he's a hero. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But grounded enough that like behind closed doors, it's, this guy's like a horrible villain. You know, and I think he could do that. Like it's, I think it's great. If you ever saw, actually, he was just in a movie called The Menu. Did you see The no, Menu? No, it's on I, my list. I want to. And a tale. It's it's I really know. good. I mean, it's Ray gruesome, Fiennes. but his character in that, there's a little aspect of it that I'm like, yeah, I could see how he could make a good Lex Luthor because he starts off one way and then it takes a turn, and you may, and when you realize something about his character, he becomes a very different person, and you're like, oh, that's the turn I want to see with a Lex Luthor right yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is good. Uh, more the the other people. Listen, most of the casting at this point, I get more excited for the roles that they're announcing than they are than than the uh, the people. Do you think they're going to kill Jimmy Olsen by shooting him in the head in the first ten minutes? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> didn't that happen in Batman versus Superman? It does. Yeah, he he died. He, they killed him. Yeah, in the in the first version, in the theatrical version, they don't even say it's Jimmy Olsen. You had to wait till the extended version, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, that random guy that we you thought was <laughs> Jimmy Olsen because he had a camera and we shot him in the head. It was Jimmy Olsen. You were kind of mad because you thought it was Jimmy Olsen and we killed him, but now I'm going to make you even more bad by telling you it's Jimmy Olsen and we shot him in the head. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They should shoot everyone in the head. They just. <laughs> Weren't were we saying they were gonna? They were because didn't you say they shot us? They shot the Green Lantern and it was in, like in, in Zack Snyder's in driveway. Zack Snyder's yeah, driveway. They shot him in his driveway. That's a bit we haven't brought up in a while. Yeah, they just shot him. It just dead in his driveway. They were like, <laughs> we, we can't reveal that. We can't use you. So I'm very we sorry. Got everything we need. We scanned your body. I can't. Re- that's true. That's that's true. They scanned him, so it's fine now. Uh, that's totally yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I'm excited to know that there is a Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, that's cool. Super Man's pal, the engineer. I know they're they're. Uh, listen, the more parts they get announced in this, the more I'm like, what? What the, is this? What's what happening? Is this? Yeah, I can't. Do you think that out. like there's a vault? There's like a safe in James Gunn's office behind a uh, like a big portrait of Sean Gunn. Yes, yes. <laughs> and he takes off. It is. And there's a there's a safe, and he opens it up, and in there is just like all the action figures set up in a certain way for a movie. And he's like, okay, what happens next in my script? And he just starts playing with all his toys. I think what happens is he, he, yes, I think it's behind a portrait of Sean Gunn, which is less a portrait and just, a frame with an opening in the wall and Sean Gunn is just standing there looking like <laughs> a portrait saying, yeah, all they the just time. Pace yeah. him to yeah. there. And then <laughs> he and they open and then the wall opens and he goes in and it's all the DC action figures, but it's also just like a war room yeah. and it's just a big giant map and he just push he has the little stick thing that they push. I don't know why they bother to do that, but they do. And the little <laughs> stick thing and he just moves them around for like four hours and then someone comes in and they're like did you figure out the plot and he's like no I figured it out like 30 I see, minutes ago I like ago. to think I mean, Sean Gunn is like did you did you figure and he goes up 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 don't pay I you to talk paintings don't talk that's not this studio no 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 different franchise and he's like but I want to no 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 I will replace you with Bradley Cooper so quickly so quickly so quick He's like, I was in Gilmore Girls. It's like, ah, da, 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 da. oh, what else we got to talk about, sir? Um, that was also like 
50% of what I was going to say as well. So we'll get this done real quick. We have a new writer for Avengers Kang Dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they've been... <laughs> man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, this gets better and better every week with what the hell they're going to be doing. I mean, this. it's like... I, you haven't gotten to it yet. It's a good choice. It is a good choice. Uh, so... On the back of getting rid of the previous writer and losing their director as well. When are they going to lose Kang? Well, that's the room. Okay, let me get into this. So Deadline is reporting that uh, Michael Waldron, who uh, wrote season one of Loki. Created the show. Created the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And creator of Loki is going to be writing Kang Dynasty. I think it's pronounced Dynasty. Well, it's going to get Dynasty real soon. Um... Here's the thing. Uh, You're right. This is a great choice. This is a solid choice uh, because so far Loki is the one thing that Marvel has had in the last six months to five years that feels like it had some sort of plan to it. Yeah. And was like actually had an idea on how to get to the end. And Interesting, start. well thought out, and good. Exactly. So this is a great choice. I'm really excited about this. The rumor is, and I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world, is that really he's brought on to to write Doom Dynasty or whatever oh, you want to call it. Duck Dynasty. Duck Dynasty. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think that would be great if you make Howard the Duck the just uh, <laughs> Duck Dynasty. Just the, he's Howard the, big the bad. Duck Dynasty. Yeah, That'd be it's great. just um. I, the the rumor is like let's bring in a new writer so that we can figure out a way to steer this away from Kang, right? Yeah. The first page is like, ah, oh, Kang goes back to his home planet and he settles on a farm. Yeah. And he's like, I know this didn't work out for Thanos, but it worked out for me. And he turns to the camera and he just winks. Yeah. He's like, I've had an interesting change of heart. Yeah. yeah. Also, if you, I mean, if you watch the end of Loki, slight spoil. Well, I guess spoilers for Loki, but. They kind of, if you notice, wrote themselves a slight out that they can extrapolate on because Loki is now basically in charge of the multiverse. Yeah. And they're like, and they, there's a line where it's like, all the Kang variants are under control. And it's like, oh, really? Oh, wow, that worked out really well for everyone, yeah, didn't it? That, sure did. Wow, that got fixed real quick and easy. Huh? <laughs> so <laughs> basically, Owen Was Wilson. Was that an option the whole time? Could he have just yeah. sat up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. And Owen Wilson just turns the camera and it's like, they're all taken care of. Oh, wow. Or they're not, depending on what the judge says. Yeah, who knows? Depending on who the next writer is. Yeah, so, so, you know, it's great. I think this is a Depending solid Depending on how the verdict comes out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how you feel about that guy. <laughs> Wink! And then credits. But yeah, this is basically, I think they're going to have him write a new version of Dynasty that is not Kang- and we're going to figure out something else or it will be completely different. I think there's a very good chance that they're saying he's writing Kang Dynasty as and using that title as a placeholder for where, whatever that movie is going to be when it gets released. Yeah. That is completely different from whatever it is. And they're just like, this is where Kang Dynasty is. And now we're not doing that for obvious reasons. So write me a new movie. I know I'm a broken record at this point, but like just replace the actor. Just yeah, do exactly whatever you were going to do to begin with and just get a different actor. I'm good with that too. You've set up this, like I normally I'm not for that. Like, you know, they did that with fucking Cheadle and right, 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 Ruffalo right. and stuff. I'm not, I'm not usually a big fan of that kind of thing, but like you have 
set up this storyline that involves multiverses and different versions of people. Like even Loki shows a different version of Loki played by a different actor, multiple versions played by multiple actors. Also, I will say, you know, as much as like you say, you don't really like that. Their track record for doing that is pretty solid. Like you replace Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle is a great choice. You know what I mean? He's really good. Mark Ruffalo. Great choice. Do you see what I'm saying? Like I do. I do. It is very, very hard. They are not obvious better choices, in my opinion. No. I've always said that I think Don Cheadle is a better war machine, but Terrence Howard is a better roadie. Sure. And I I, I go back and I watch that first Hulk movie. Man, I fucking love Ed Norton in that role. He I is understand great. he was. I'm not there was actually that- a recently, the I think the director of that, or maybe the writer or something, one of the writers, right. came out and talked about some of the things that Ed Norton changed in that movie because right. he was, you know, oh, no. famously he was difficult to work with. In that movie. But I, I want to mention some of the things he said was it was stuff like. Well, it says here he's wearing a blue baseball cap. And Ed Norton was like, no, it's a red one and stuff like that. And he was like, who gives a shit? Sure. Fine. Whatever. But like, you know, stuff like that definitely makes it harder to work with somebody in that kind of situation. So I hear you. And Mark Ruffalo is fine. Well, it's not even the difficultness of the actor. It's just like and whether they are justified in changing the the actor or not. What I'm saying is the people that they have gotten to replace these actors. I hear you are good choices. So it's not like, like if you have to replace them, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah if fine. you're going to replace some, yeah. If you're going to replace Terrence Howard with someone, Don Cheadle's a, yeah, it's a good solid way to choice. Go. Yeah. Marco Ruffalo is a solid choice. Did you say Marco Ruffalo. Yeah. I said Marco Ruffalo low, low. <laughs> that's what I said. I said, Oh, Marco Ruffalo. low. <laughs> That's his, Great. that's his, that's his God given name. Okay? <laughs> I know it is. That's his Chris given name. That's his Chris given name. Okay. <laughs> before SAG made him change it. All right. Yeah. What else? What else? What else? What, what else? What? Explain yourself. What? Hmm? Chris. Yes. We've got some Marvel casting rumors this week. Let's do it. Reports are coming in that the reason actors haven't been accepting the role of Reed Richards is because he isn't the lead. Sue Storm is. The insecurity levels of these men are ridiculous. In other news, Marvel is workshopping the title for the film. So far, the top picks are The Fantastic One, So Sue Me, The Perfect Storm, and The Fantastic. You think we need Adam Driver? Honestly, fuck that guy. Also in Marvel news, Javier Bardem is rumored to be the top choice for Galactus, and this is perfect casting, because whenever Bardem speaks, it sounds like his mouth is full of planets. Killian Murphy is the leading choice to play Doctor Doom. Oh my god. Killian Murphy is the leading choice, reportedly, to play Doctor Doom, but it doesn't matter because he will never, ever, 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 ever accept that role. Ever. Mads Mickelson ever. Mads Mickelson. <laughs> God damn it. Mads Mickelson is reportedly also in the running to play Doom, but uh this just in, he already played Cassilius in the MCU. You know a character is forgettable when even the studio heads forget he was in a movie. Uh, was Cassilius even his name? Could be. Did I just make that up? Did I even say the same name twice? <laughs> yeah, I mean, You'll no. never fucking Can't tell. No know. one can truly be sure. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's I actually forgot that too. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff. 
You're right. I don't think Killian Murphy will do this. I think he did Batman. He's like, listen, that's as close as I'm going to get to doing this shit. I also was going through his IMDb because I was like, has he done any other sort of, you know, popcorn-y? Well, not that Batman was a popcorn movie, but it's about as close as he's yeah, gotten. About, it's yeah. still a superhero movie. Yeah. But I was like, has he done any others like that? And I looked through and I was like, Watchmen. And I looked and I was like, oh, it's a different. This is a different movie. <laughs> oh, he, did he do the uh, it's not the stop motion one? It's, it it's looks like another, it is no relation to the comic book. It's just book. a movie it's called It's a movie Watchmen. about like Watchtowers or something. Oh, interesting. That yeah. sounds fascinating. And also something Killian Murphy would be in. I know, right? Which also, though, it's so interesting, too, right? Because if you go through the big things that he's famous for being part of it's like a zombie movie a batman movie peaky blinders for sure and a lot of like irish folk stories but like you know and biopics he does a lot of Irish folk stories not even movies he just likes to go from pub to pub along the coast (laughs) and sits and tells Irish folk stories as you drink a pint and then he moves on and you open the door and he's disappeared into the wind yeah he's a little wood nymph he plays on his fife and then he runs off yeah he's not gonna do it Mads Mikkelsen could and like we were talking about earlier like there's a multiverse. You could just have this guy step in and sure. Why not? You kind of have to hang a lantern on it, right? You have to have Dr. Strange to be like Casilius. And then he's like, I don't know who that is, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But also Dr. Doom is going to have his face covered for the next six years. There you least. go. So. so there it is. Yeah, that's true. That's the thing is chances are Dr. Doom is going to be CGI. Like knowing how Marvel works as much as you're like, put a real metal mask on someone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lock them in a dungeon for no roof, just for my entertainment. Yes. But um, don't even film it. Just do it. Just so no, I know you better there. film it. Um, it doesn't have to be HD or anything, though. No, 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 no. It's fine. You <laughs> film it on a flip phone. I don't yeah. give a shit. I just want to know what's happening. But I'm like, as much as everyone's going to go like, no, build an actual mask. Like, let's see it work. They're going to CGI this thing. Yeah. Right. So Mads Mikkelsen can just come or they'll do it and they'll just get a body double and he can voice it. They'll rock it. Right. Raccoon it. They'll get Sean Gunn to do it. Yeah. Sean Gunn will come down from his portrait. Yeah. And uh, and and, yeah. But he has to be back by 5 p.m. Because (laughs) he snaps his fingers and Sean Gunn goes feral and it's like and runs off to a set somewhere. Yeah. Uh, And so they could just get Mads Mikkelsen to voice it. That's that's easy. And that's not a bad choice actually yeah but also it's a little like obvious as well it's a little on the nose i like we have talked about every week i would still really like some people i've never heard of Mm -hmm. like that's what james gunn is doing right now man like fuck i don't remember his name corn corn sweat corn sweat I think it's David. Corn Is that his name? Corn Sweat. David. I don't know. But like, yes. I never heard of the guy and I looked at him and I was like, wow, that's a good choice. Yes. And, and evidently he was because it's the same thing that happened with fucking Reeves. Yes. When people were like, are Reeve singular? Uh, Reeve is singular. George is plural. And Keanu. Yeah, it is. <laughs> is plural. Yeah. But like with Christopher Reeve, I imagine it was a similar thing where people looked at him and he was, they were like, oh yeah, I could see that. And then he bulked up and people were like, oh shit, he was a good choice. And then he did the movie and everyone loved it. Right. And this is a good opportunity for this corn sweat guy to do the same thing. And it's like Mads Mikkelsen, I still am like... Like one of the genius things James Gunn is doing is casting all these young people who are going to carry a mantle for a long time. Right. Mads Mikkelsen is not going to do that. No, he's going to do whatever. I mean, if it's a voiceover, he'll do it. That'll be easier um, for that'll sure. That'll be but easier like, and he'll do Killian it. Killian Murphy as well is not. Yeah. He's not going to be interested in this. He's almost 50. Yeah. I, you know, I, I even even the people they've been talking about for um, the Fantastic Four, you know, um, even Pedro Pascal. I'm like. 
Yeah. He's a, he's amazing and he's but he's in everything. We've seen him a million times. He's a little on the old side for what I want. I want someone who's going to carry this mantle for the next 15 years. Right, 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 right. Well, here's the thing. Like if they cast someone like him, he'll do the, the first actual Fantastic Four movie and then he'll probably be up for like what the big you know, the Kang dynasties and the secret wars. Cause he doesn't have to carry that whole thing. You know, they're going to be like, yeah, you're in it with 14 other people. So he's like, Oh cool. Then I'll just, uh, I'll show up for what? Like two, three weeks or something. That's fine. I can do that. And then they're going to want to go around and do a second fantastic four movie. Yeah. And he's either going to be like, uh, okay, but you got to give me a lot of money because I'm, aching right now or he's gonna be like yeah pass i don't uh, you know i fulfilled my contract look how beneficial tom hiddleston and chris hemsworth have been for marvel oh yeah and they were like i don't know 20 or 23 or something when they came on right yeah 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 (sighs) i mean even chris uh evans as well i you know he was but it's interesting because like it almost seems like the younger you go the more profitable the actors have become for the company, right? Because like, yeah, like Robert Downey Jr. was the, uh, probably the oldest member of the original group. Right. And he brought in a lot of money, but he also cost them a fuck ton of money yeah. by the end. Chris Evans brought in a lot of money as well, probably a little bit more than even Downey Jr. did because he didn't cost as much. But even he was like sort of in between. He was probably like almost 30. And then, yeah, you got Hemsworth and Hiddleston who they paid like peanuts for, to, for the first to do one. these movies yeah. and they they now are like two of the biggest not well like Hemsworth is one of the biggest stars in the entire world Hiddleston is rocking like the only good story we have seen from right. the MCU in a while yeah I, I agree I think there's a way to go that is and also by the way f- fucking make it a Sue Storm story like why not? That that could be really interesting. I heard that to see. and I was like, that is a great choice. It is a great choice because we are expecting a Reed Richards story. Yes. That's an easy one to do. We've yes. seen it. First of Honestly, all. Honestly, the other ones are too. Like if you make it a Ben Grimm one, I'm like, okay, that's an easy shot. Like even Johnny Storm, he's the cool hot shot or whatever. That's an easy one to do. Right. Making a Sue Storm movie is very intriguing to me. Yeah. I don't think I've, I've, I've seen a Fantastic Stores, a Fantastic Four storyline. I've never seen a Fantastic Store. That's true. They're usually like, <laughs> fine right yeah they're fine yeah yeah fine to bad what would it take for a store to be fantastic for you what would it have to have inside of it think like a really nice cheese Ooh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah i don't yeah, mean like yeah, they're yeah, selling yeah. it i mean like you open the door and it's just full of it's just full of cheese yeah it's just you have to wade through through the cheese yeah. interesting yeah but good cheese good it's like a really good cheese good cheese and you're like wow this is i mean they have so much money they could just <laughs> throw this good cheese away that i have to just pick my this way is through. a really good cheese wow that's that's pretty good i like that Okay. I'd be like, this is fantastic. Oh, uh, there it is. I, you uh, took my other news story. Uh, what else you got? Uh, I don't have any other. Like, I have a couple little things I can throw out at you. Throw out at me. Throw them. Throw them at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any other, like, bits. I've okay. got that Dave Filoni is the new CCO of Lucasfilm, the chief financial. Wait, why did I write that? Chief creative officer. I wrote financial. That's great. Great. Fantastic. The stuff he's involved with with Star Wars is really, really good. And, uh,. So that's a good idea. I think hopefully he doesn't want to say Feige, but I don't even know if it's Feige's fault. But basically, like, I think they need to tone it down. They are slightly having the same problem that Marvel's having now. Like, tone it down with the TV. Mm -hmm. Your TV's great. 
quality wise, it's great. Like it looks amazing and everything. But like, I think it was Iger who did that. Yeah. It was Iger who was like, I want to put out ten shows this year. Yeah, yeah. Or what's his face? The guy, the other Bob, other Bob, Bob Two is what we're calling him now. Yeah, I do not remember his name. Chapek, Chapek, Kapechuk. <laughs> Ruffalololo. Oh, Chakepo. <laughs> Bob Obama. You know, both their middle names are Alan. Oh, that's right. You said that. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Ch- Bob Allen Chapek and Bob Allen are Iger. Robert Allen. Robert uh, uh, Robert Iger Allen Chapek. Uh, <laughs> they're all one person. They just. They what just, the fuck were we? They, oh, there's something I was going to say about that. They were two oh, people, uh, and then they stood at either end of a boardroom, and they ran at each other as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> and they crashed in, and they merged. And made yeah, one. they did the fusion dance from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. You don't know what that means. Dave Filoni has. I have found. I've been slowly as he's been doing more and more stuff for Star Wars. Yeah, that there is a formula. To his storylines. Yes, there that is. That I'm starting to recognize. And yes. I think that's part of the reason that, like, the last season of The Mandalorian wasn't super great. And, mm-hmm. you know, some stuff has been, you know, let's say Ahsoka was, it was, it received mixed reviews. I, you know, it was yeah, yeah, very yeah. profitable and I thought it was very good, but I did start to notice, hey, every episode kind of has the same formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so hopefully he will be able to steer this in more sort of surprising ways as well. I think the formula is fine. I think he understands the formula of what the original Star Wars were. And I think that we're, I think you can. I know it's going to sound crazy to say, but I think you can do that formula over and over again. However, don't do it in a television show all the time. Yeah, every week. Do it in one movie every like two to three years. Yes. And I'm like, that's because Star Wars, and I've said this before, Star Wars is is folktales. That's like what it is. It's it's a story based around like tradition and allegory and, and things like that. So it's like it makes sense that this type of these themes, these type of characters, they constantly come up. That's the point of this. It's about fate and prophecy. Yes. So it should have the same formula, but don't give it to me every week. Give it to me once every two to five years. Right. In a big budget movie. Well, and create stories that don't deal with fate and prophecy, right. sort of like Andor. Right, right, right. right. But like, as like a palate cleanser. Right. And that's the thing. Yes. And then you could do a television show as a palate cleanser like Andor. Right. And it feels different. And then when the movie comes out, I'm like, I know what this is. This is a great Star Wars movie. This is going to be some fucking space wizards. Yeah, there's going to be some <laughs> space wizards and dog fights. And yeah. that's all I want from this. That's yeah. great. Yeah. But he does get Star Wars. So I, I think this is a great choice. I agree. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I have is Snow White needs to make three hundred and forty million dollars to break even, and that will never ever. Isn't that amazing? Ever happen? Ever in the Killian Murphy of- is going to become Doctor Doom before that happens. <laughs> He's, yeah, are you kidding me? He's going to be Doctor Doom and Kang yeah. before that happens. Yeah. <laughs> you kidding me? 300- Do you want to see Snow White for the show? Who? Yes. <laughs> Who is projecting this? Who's who said that? Get that? Well, it's not a projection. It's that's how much it will need. That's how much money they spent. They spent three hundred million dollars on Snow White. Yeah. Who's making that? Who, who's behind that? Disney. Oh, fuck. I was hoping you'd say Warner Brothers. I was like, that's going to be a tax write off. It's Snow White. <laughs> oh, yeah. OK, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's in the public domain. You can, anybody okay, can make it's, it. It's Snow White and the Seven Doors. It's their property that is being remade as live. action. You know how they've been doing all the oh, live action okay. shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. All right. All right. I thought, I, I, live I, action Beauty know. and the Beast, live action Lion King all that yeah, shit. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. They're doing that. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I knew they were doing it. I just didn't realize it was like one of those things. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Is it? Oh, especially considering they're just going to throw that up on Disney Plus. That's not going to. That doesn't work. I think it's going to go to theaters. Yeah, they say that. We'll see what happens. No, I bet it will. Yeah, we'll see. I think they are desperate ah, enough. I will see. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so nah, bad. I will see. <laughs> I'll think that. I think it'll go on streaming. No, it'll go to theaters, and then two weeks later, it'll be on streaming. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what's going to happen. Gonna happen. Yeah, because they need it to get nominated for some Oscars. <laughs> You don't think it will? You don't think it'll get something? Uh, CG music, best scenic design. All right, at least nominations. I'm gonna call it right now. It will get one nomination for best scenic design. (laughs) No, it's gonna get nominated for a song, certainly. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. No, yeah. no, wait, are they even doing the songs? Are they doing yeah. so? I don't know. Yes, it's a remake of the Disney movie. So was Mulan, and they didn't have Jackson. Mulan didn't have any songs, remember? That's not true. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes. It just didn't have any lyrics. <laughs> it had a soundtrack. It had, a, it had music so playing in the background. Other movie. What are you talking about? It has a <laughs> yeah, soundtrack. Exactly. Jesus. It's going to get nominated for, song, for this best song with no lyrics. It's called a score. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a person playing the violin, sadly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. You might be right. We'll see. Let's see what Let's see what original song Beyonce or Lin-Manuel Miranda cooks up for this sucker. <laughs> and they'll get nominated for that. Here's what's going to happen. It's going to be Beyonce and or Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. They're going to make an original song Taylor for Swift. the movie. Ta- oh, actually, that'd be a fucking good choice right now. You know what? No, the I'm whitest. Changing the- she is You're right. Snow White. She is the whitest of the snow. <laughs> So, yeah, it'll be an original song by Taylor Swift. And when you hear the single, you're like, oh, that's a nice song for that movie. And then when you watch the movie, you're going to go, that is completely out of place. I'm sorry. When I do what now? (laughs) That's true. You're not going to hear any of this. When we do what? When people do what? Yeah. They're going to do what? Yeah. (laughs) No one's going to fucking see this. That's true. That's true. I don't know. It needs to make $300 million. They're going to have to get people in the theater somehow. Bob Iger is going to see it 300 million times. <laughs> and it's, and it, yes, he has to th- see it 300 million times because he will go and pay for a ticket for this, but he will use his Disney CEO discount. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, don't you, aren't you doing this to make the movie money? And he's like, yeah, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. I still want the discount. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Okay. That'll be one dollar, sir. <laughs> Two cokes. <laughs> Still orders two cokes, and every time as he's walking away from the county, he goes, "How do you like me now?" Like, just, just walks away. And someone's like, "What does that mean?" And they're like, "Ugh, he's been doing it for years." Don't just, worry about it. And they look over. Ike Promutter is pounding on the glass door. Pounding on the glass. Put that back. Pounding on the glass door right next to the portrait of Sean Gunn. It's just. Yeah. Let's bring all the bits around. Let's do it. Let's bring them. We'll merge it all together. Yelling, Christina, or whatever that woman's name was from that movie. Very good. You know Very what I'm talking good. about? No, nope, graduate. But I was just gonna go. Oh, it wasn't Christina. Was it Christina? No, it wasn't Christina. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hold on. <laughs> just work here. Uh, you know what? I was gonna look it up, but that is a dumb thing to spend time on doing. <laughs> Although, what else am I gonna do right now? <laughs> what is? What does it matter? What does it matter? Let's race. 
Um, yeah. You got anything else? I said let's race. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. Elaine? Oh, you're looking it up? Oh, I didn't know what you were saying about that. Is it Elaine? Is that her name? It might be. Catherine Ross? Yeah, that sounds right. So why don't I remember him yelling Elaine while pounding on the glass at the church? Because he doesn't, he, because he does it in a way that is like, you can't understand anything he's saying. Hmm. 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 What was the last time you saw The Graduate? I was 12. Yeah, there you go. That, that, I guess I just answered my own question. That's why you can't remember yeah. it. You were 12. <laughs> what are you talking about? Can't remember anything from that movie. Should I watch that again? It's worth a watch. Sure. Yeah. It's one of the best movies ever made. They're probably... I mean, I've never seen Citizen Kane. They're probably movies I should watch before that, right? Yeah. Uh, well... Well, I mean, sure, but, I, you know, if it's on. Did you see that uh, Chris Pine was basically like, yeah, Star Trek 4 isn't happening? <laughs> I mean, that's every interview with him now. No, I know, but it was like, even up until like six months ago, he was like, we're still talking, we're trying to get it in motion, we're yeah. still trying to get it to work, and yeah. he he's called it the cursed franchise. I mean, it's done all right for itself, just because they don't want you back, Pine Boy, all right? Doesn't mean that what? it's a cursed franchise. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm saying like Star Trek in general is not a cursed franchise. Oh no You're, no no! Yes, he means he's that. Th- he means his thing, and I'm that like series of movies. Great, but just because they they don't want your movies, yeah doesn't yeah, mean yeah. I don't think he meant the overall because he was yes, talking about. I know um, what he's how, talking about. I know what he's saying. Yeah, because yeah. he was talking about how like you know then Anton Chekhov died. That's not his name. Anton Yelchin died. <laughs> no, no, you're right though. Anton Chekhov did die. He also died. He did die. Yeah. uh, Yes. And that was, yeah. And that doomed the Star Trek franchise a century and a half before it ever started. And I guess if you ever die as a fan of Star Trek, we'll know that it's cursed. That's true. That's actually true. Yeah. The day I die (laughs) will prove the Star Trek curse. If that happens, I don't want to jinx it. It is a big if at this point, because Lord knows I'm trying every single day and it hasn't taken yet. Uh, just every day that's icy grip rests on my shoulder and I'm like, ah, oh, so cool and refreshing. And then it just slips right off. And he's like, you again? I turn around and he's like, oh, sorry, my mistake. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Man. Yeah. And he walks into the next house. I was trying to think of a celebrity who died recently to be like, oh, sorry, I thought you were blank person. But, uh... Oh, sorry. I thought you were Matthew Perry. There it is. Okay. I was like, is he going to go there? And he did. And I'm proud of you for it. And I don't think it's too soon. Thank and you. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Okay. Yeah. And he would have enjoyed that joke too. Yeah. He was talking about how horrible it was that Keanu Reeves was still alive in his book. See, there you go. So there it is. That's fine. It's okay. It's How do you think right. you would feel knowing that Keanu Reeves outlived him? Proud. The way we all feel. I think he'd be upset. And also, I think he'd be like, mm, logical. You'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> let's look at Keanu Reeves' yeah. vegan lifestyle and let's look at mine and uh, see which one of us is going to go first. He's like, in all honesty, I saw this coming. And yet Keanu Reeves lives. That yeah. should have been the day that Matthew Perry died. I should have just made that a tweet. Ah, uh, that uh, you missed it. I know. Let's go back. You think I could still do it? Yeah, it's still, sure. Absolutely. It's still relevant. Go for it. Chris, I'm I'm finished. Uh, <laughs> Just tap me on the shoulder. <laughs> tap me out, coach. All right. Cool, cool, cool. By the way, can I, you know what? Since we're we're almost done, I was debating on whether to do that, but I'm going to I'm, I'm going to do this. In your little so if you're watching on the Patreon, uh, Andrew always has a little news scroll going on there, and you have one story listed there. Oh no. About Brendan Fraser okay. and his next movie Rental Family right yeah. there. 
And uh, I'm just going to give this a shout out. That is, uh, I'm very happy to hear that Brendan Fraser is doing the new movie Rental Family because it is written by one of my best friends in the entire world. Me? Nope. Oh. No. Uh, Steve Lehut is a guy. You've met this man before. He took our picture at uh, in graduate school when we were doing Indian Wants the Bronx. Oh. He is the co So wait a minute. So this man is a writer and a photographer. He's a cinema photographer and he a is cinema the co-writer. Cinema photographer. Oh, cinema photographer. Oh, cinema photographer. Yeah, he's a cinematographer and he's a and he's the co-writer of Rental Family. Can he help us get jobs with Brendan Fraser? Absolutely not. Have you asked? No, but I did tell him. Uh, and Fraser, if you're listening to this, you should know. Uh, if you drop out, I'm the number two pick, baby. Wow. Okay? Can I yeah, be the number three pick? Yes, you can. All right. Um, because I uh, and as I said before, I work for Scale. So remember. Everybody, if Chris dies, it's because Star Trek is cursed. That's true. That's true. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. It's been an, it, this has been a movie that's been in the works for a little, long time, and it's gone through a couple of different people and everything. And the fact that they got Brendan Fraser for it, I'm stoked for him. It's gonna yeah. be good. Yeah, it's a good guy. Uh, I know what the plot is. I won't tell you right now, but it, uh, it's a drama. I saw it's a drama, which is yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. for a title like Rental Family. I just assumed it was a comedy. <laughs> no, it's a it's a drama, um, and it's uh, I think they're gonna film mainly in Japan. Actually, it's most. I, I think it'll be mostly a Japanese cast and Brendan Fraser, so that'll be good. His uh, his girlfriend is directing the movie. I mean, she's an amazing director. It's not like one of those things, but it's uh, she directed your friend's girlfriend. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah. not oh, Brendan yeah, Fraser. Sorry. Yes, that. Yep, yeah, I did. I guess a couple modifiers were dangling on that one. Yeah, um, a couple of hanging chads. The director. I should actually say her name because she's an incredible director. Hold on one second. But she directed. Uh, if anyone saw the show Beef on HBO, oh yeah, she directed a few, a uh, little bit of Beef. A uh, little not HBO, bit of Beef. Netflix. She directed a little bit of Beef. You know what I'm saying? Hikari. Yes. It's got one of those one name names yes tokyo vice i almost said tokyo drift i'm like she did not direct tokyo drift uh tokyo vice uh which was that was the one that was on hbo with ken watanabe and uh what's his name from west side story ansel l i'll say this man's last name ansel alhorn Jesus Christ, I can't say anything. Baby driver, goddammit, okay? He, she directed a movie with, with Ken Watanabe and Baby Driver, all right? It's Watanabe, isn't it? Not Watanabe. It is Watanabe. You know what? Jesus Christ, Chris. Listen, you know what I'm saying. Barely. <laughs> I'm doing my best, man. You know, you're doing enough, yeah. But uh, Hikari is a great director. Great director. There's a movie on Netflix called 37 seconds that she wrote that is absolutely incredible that you should all go watch I feel like i've heard of that uh probably because i've talked about it well i feel like i saw it on you said it's on netflix yes i feel like i saw it on there okay but it's uh it's it's incredible it's really great uh i was i saw it at the tribeca film festival and i was like this is awesome so yeah, so if you want to know what kind of her style and everything, you can watch that. That's a good indicator. Question. Yes. Can she get us jobs? Yeah, of course. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. You want to do, what do you want to do? You want to do craft services? I would love to be involved with craft services. Actually, I would yeah. I would be pretty fucking baller yeah. right there. I would totally do craft yeah. services. Just yeah. eat all day. Yeah. Oh man, kind bars as far as the eye can see, baby. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll give everyone food poisoning for sure. We're not, we're not cooks. On purpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give everybody, you'll give everybody pink eye. <laughs> At this point. Yeah. Yeah. 
For sure. Uh, oh, hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yes. Hey, Andrew. Yes. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. The show ended very abruptly. You can also find us on Twixer, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. You're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. We're also on TikTok. Uh, you can find us making videos there every now and then. We have merch on Teespring. If you want to find that, head over to our Twixer. It's the Top X. I fucking hate that stuff. I hate it, too. I hate it so much. Isn't it interesting? Mm-hmm. This is just a thought that I had. Isn't it interesting that Elon Musk wants to dead name every trans person he can because he thinks it's his God-given right? Mm-hmm. But if you call this fucking website twitter to his face he's like it's x stop calling it x it's got a new name i'm gonna fucking dead name twitter until i fucking am blue in the face anyway you can also find us on patreon uh we've got a a video that goes up there every single week early before our episode airs on tuesday that as chris implied has a little news ticker and this week uh, one of the little news items breaking news Mm -hmm. is that there's a trailer for a movie that is written by and directed by mm-hmm. a friend of Chris's. Mm-hmm. Two friends of Chris's. Do you know Hikari? Uh, I've met her. Uh, we had, uh, His I met best her. friend directed it. Yeah, that's it. There it is. There it is. <laughs> you can also send us yeah. an email. Love you, Steve. MediaLunchBreak at gmail.com. Uh, you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. And special thank you to, I was going to say Hikari for directing this great movie, but also to Julie. Thanks, Julie! For being super awesome and for directing Rental Family. There it is. Um, (laughs) So, like Andrew said, uh, you can leave a rating and a review and you can leave it right and up and it really helps people find us. If you leave that five-star rating, go ahead, just do it right now as you're listening to this. Go ahead, just get on. I'm doing it right now. Absolutely. Just get on your phone right now. It's totally fine. And you're like, but Chris, I'm driving. You got two hands. Relax. Um, But uh, just, you leave a five-star rating Here's the thing. When you do, you can leave whatever type of review you want in there. It doesn't actually matter. They don't. That that part is inconsequential. So you can put whatever you want. I'll you put what. five stars. Yeah. And then whatever you want. Whatever you want. In fact, this week, literally type the phrase whatever you want. That's all I want to see. OK, this has been the best damn day of the week. I don't know why I sang it. Uh, the Tuesday News Day. The Tuesday News Day. Next week. Did you get a chance to see the Marvels? I didn't see the Marvels yet. Did you? I did. Is it worth it? It's good. That's what I hear. I hear it's okay. Despite I the heard it was the bad. Box office, I've heard it. I've heard the box office is bad, but the movie itself is f- yeah good. Yeah, it's good. It's not. I mean, it didn't change my life. So, but yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. Iman Vellani. Every minds. time she's on, I start crying. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I've not seen that. I mean, I guess we could do that, or we'll find something different. We could do an episode on the fall of the Holy Roman Empire of comic book movies, the MCU. (laughs) You know what? That's not a bad idea to tell you the truth. Let me mull that over. That might be it. After the wake of the Marvels. Yeah. Instead of just doing a Marvels review since it's been out for a while. I also want to get back into doing weekly YouTube videos, but we'll see if that fucking happens. That's true. Um, But that's not a bad idea for next week. I I might keep that in mind. So maybe maybe it'll be that. And then it's going to be the... I'm going to get this title wrong. It's the Fuhrer and the Tramp. Yes. Did you find it? I did not find it. We might have to do a handoff. All right. Well, I, I love a good handy from you. I know that about you. I think the best handies are with a mouth, but continue. 
Anyway, uh, so we'll do that. And then, uh, yeah, but here's the thing. In the meantime, you can hear us kind of figuring out what we want to talk about next week. So if you're out there and you're like, oh, guys, don't you worry. I got an idea for you. Send it over to us. If you read something. And you're like, I just read this thing. I have a reading assignment. This is I'm giving you a reading assignment right now. I demand that you do this for the podcast. Send it over to us. We'll be happy to do it. If you're a creator, you wrote a comic, you shot a film, you made a pilot, something, you send it to us. You want us to put some eyes on it, some ears on it. We'll talk about it on the mic. We'll send people your way. Happy to do it. Okay. Honestly, this is that's what the reading assignment for next week is. All right. So send it over to us. We're happy to always do stuff like that other than that that's it man there it is look at that there wasn't a thing and now there's a thing there's a thing now that's how easy it is all right so if you're listening to this go out and make a thing right now go for it a thing make Make a a thing thing. make Make it now do it now what are you doing go make a thing Uh, yeah so stop listening we're not chanting forever dude Yeah, by the way, please don't do anything that puts you in danger. I know that Chris said to do that, but uh, I'm keeping us from getting Sue stormed. Um, don't, uh, don't, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do, don't, don't use your phone and drive at the same time. Here's the thing. You know what? I don't tell people what to do. There's okay. a Venn diagram uh-huh. of like drinking alcohol, mm-hmm. using your phone, mm-hmm driving Mm -hmm. you shouldn't drive while doing either of those Mm. but you can do those two together Mm. and if you get tanked and leave us a review yes that's five stars yes that would be awesome yeah just right i'm tanked right and the excitement from doing that will probably make it okay for you to to drive home then right stop it is that what you're saying (laughs) no that's what you're saying yes the adrenaline will kick in no no no. I don't understand what's happening you right now. You live then. in New York. You don't have a car. Yeah. So, oh. You're you, drunk all the time. So you're saying take a car if if if, uh, if you need to. When you say take a car. I, the one that that is not your own. And then, <laughs> and then drive it. No, Chris. I'm, I'm so, I don't understand. But none of this makes sense. What are you saying? This is, so you're saying there's a car. It's not mine. But I shouldn't take it. You know what the best way to get sober enough to drive is? Keep drinking. Folgers in your cup. Oh, there it is. There it is.